from the dimly lit basement studio in the middle of America, it's the Pop Culture Nation Podcast. Hello everybody, I am Matt. And I'm Mark. And I'm Ben. <laughs> and welcome to a brand new episode of Pop Culture Nation. Let's get right into some news and notes, shall we? Sure. All right. Um, CinemaCon in uh, Las Vegas this week. Um, that's the uh, what the convention for theater owners is called. Okay. And uh, a couple of the theater owner chains have uh, brought something to, to the attention that I've been kind of harping on right recently. And uh, they're concerned that, that theaters are playing too many trailers before movies and too many ads as well. Okay. And um, as somebody, every time I go to Marcus is when I really notice this. They play eight, ten trailers sometimes. Yeah. And uh, I absolutely hate it. See, I don't mind it. I like the trailers. I hate having to... Well, uh, maybe it's just because it's eight trailers, three I hate or four. It. I don't mind. I, mean, I think if it was two or three, I might want more, one more, but I've all, it always crosses the line, especially if you go a lot and you've seen most of them already. Right. Well, I will admit, there have been times where um, I've been in there and been like, holy smokes, that's a lot of trailers. Well, I hate yeah, having considering to, your movie to schedule an extra, at, yeah. an extra 30 minutes. Right, right. Um, but what they're really concerned about is people can't don't retain what they've seen when they when they when they talk to people after the movie what trailers did you see they can right. name maybe one or two and they can't name the rest of them because uh, it was two I hours ago I definitely fall into that boat Yeah me too and uh I would like to see it kind of curtailed if you want to play a couple ads and then get into you know three four trailers I think that's ideal um I always think they're pushing it I don't you know. think anybody pays well, attention to the I, ads. I, I, well, I don't well, know. nobody does, but but the trailers, it, it, I think, it still people gets do in your like, brain. I mean, right. yeah, I don't the, know. For a while before the pandemic, Marcus was doing a really good job of getting all those ads done before the movie start time. Oh, I know what you mean. In and, the um, in, in the, the slideshows right. that go ahead of the show. But you know, the the start when the start time came, that's that's when the trailer started. But the commercials were all done, and then. They apparently went right back to what they were doing before. I think they're looking for other ways to build revenue in this crazy time, yeah, which sure. I get. Yeah. Um, but as it as things normalize, I just hope we get back to uh, a little more. I mean, they were always did play a lot of trailers even before we were. We, Sarah hate you know Sarah always like God nine trailers in front of that. <laughs> and uh, I you know I'm, I'm one who likes trailers in general, but I do uh, too. So maybe we'll see some change on that. And the second thing on my list is, you know, uh, Discovery has bought uh, Warner Brothers. So now okay. it's Warner Brothers Discovery. Right. And, uh, of course, they changed the people. Per- the person running the DC movie universe is now okay. changed. Okay. So well, that, um, that can only really probably lead well, to Well, I mean, I think, I think <laughs> they can't go any lower, I guess. <laughs> I, I know that uh, there are some changes afoot. And um, I know they're talking about the Batgirl movie that was supposed to be mm-hmm. um, um, maybe a theatrical movie now instead okay. of just an HBO Max. So I, I think some things are going to be shifted around, and uh, I think it can only be a good thing, like you said. Right. Mm-hmm. Because obviously the <laughs> they were adrift before. <laughs> I know, you know, they mentioned the first thing that came out was that the Flash movie was going to have Michael Keaton in it. Right. And then they announced that. The Batgirl movie was also going to have Michael Keaton as Batman in it. Okay. But the problem is, is the Flash movie was supposed to come out first and introduce the Flashpoint storyline, which brings in, guess the what? Multiple universes. Multiple universes. <laughs> oh, gee, where have we heard that before? So does that mean they've got to kick Batgirl back now beyond? Good point. You know, I, I don't know. Why, why are they bringing Michael Keaton back as Batman? They just had a hugely successful Batman movie. Why don't you roll with well, what I you got? Well, I think it's because there's a lot of people that still... 
look that's to him. That's still as considered being, to be that's their, all, consi- that's yeah. their favorite Batman movie. That's the move that a lot okay. for a lot. Now, not me personally, but I think a lot of people. Well, I, that's the Batman I they grew up on. It's, it's it's a multiverse opportunity to do that. the Tobey Maguire thing. It's just the same right, thing, basically. Yeah. Well, okay. Maybe I just don't know what the plans are. DCC, DC do like you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I just don't know what the plans are. But yeah, it I, seems weird that you would put that as a selling point. I guess if you want to call it that. Well, they've been comp- uh, if it's going to be something that is like a, a one off. The dude is he's way too old to be playing. Well, be yeah, playing but see, Batman I think at this that, stage of the but game. At one time, they were talking. There have been talking rumor and all this kind of stuff about doing a Batman Beyond with him, right? In the and in the, in the being role. the older Batman character there, sure. but I don't know if that ever came in. Any, maybe that's what they'll do with the Batgirl. Yeah, I, I'm not exactly sure, but uh, it'll be interesting to see. I, I, you know, I just hope as time goes on here, we see a more clarity. I mean, like I, they announced the other day at CinemaCon that. Marvel has plans to 2032 for movies. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm sure it's in pencil. And, right. But, I mean, they've got it really planned. They've got a roadmap. I mean, yeah. don't, don't get me wrong. Uh, it, I, I'll still, I'm looking forward to it. I'll, I'll watch it. But DC, I have no faith in the DC product at this point, the, what they've done with the DCEU. So where Marvel might say something that sounds weird, and I'll be like, well, you know, let's wait and see what happens. I'm very skeptical of anything that it strikes well, that chord with the DC. The, the funny thing is, is, is before the regime change, there was sort of this, they sort of had come out and said, well, we're going to focus on making good movies and not worry about an, an intertwined universe. But I think that's changed again since the new people have come in. They want to try to... Yeah. How about you just do both? <laughs> well, yeah. you think you could start with one and if the other... <laughs> well, yeah, but... Drag the other one along with you, right? <laughs> in order to do that, they've got to have somebody who's got a clear vision of what they want to do and... Who can tie it all together and make make a make the big executive decisions, and they haven't had that in the past. Well, I guess Zack Schneider was supposed to have been that. I don't know. At mm. one time, he was. Yeah. All right. Um, I finally saw Doctor Strange the other day. The original. <laughs> Talk about oh, okay. late to the party. <laughs> um, for some reason, that wanted to escape me, mainly because I wasn't. I, I you know, um, at the time, I wasn't too interested in Doctor Strange. It's not my favorite character. Seeing him in bits in some of the movies after that right. um, made me be a little more open to, to it. And mm-hmm. the movie was, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's, I don't think it was one of the better Marvel movies. But I mean, I, I did enjoy it. And I think it, mm-hmm. uh, it, I, I guess his particular powers just aren't particularly interesting to me personally. So that, that kind of keeps it. I mean, I, I like well, him in the role and I, I like the fact that although he's a big time asshole before he, and I, but I, but he's you know kind of the one, but I like that. And I, and that's what I liked about him whenever he did that brief, brief team up with him and um, Tony Stark in the movies, here's the two guys with the biggest egos on the planet and they can't, get, <laughs> and they're having to find a way to cooperate with each other. I thought right. That was, right. I think Tony is at least more. He has more charisma with well, that much being an asshole. Well, that much. So he's sort of likably right. I I don't think you'd want to hang around the 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 pre accident. No, no, I agree with you. And you know, being mean to Rachel McAdams like that. How could you look at her and be mean to her? (laughs) What an asshole. (laughs) I like Doctor Strange. It's 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 a fun movie. Yeah, Yeah. it's not my favorite. And there's some things. I think it gets. You know, when you're talking about. The different dimensions and stuff, and it gets very uh, kaleidoscopy, if you know what I mean. Yeah. That type of stuff is kind of like, 
but o- overall, I really enjoyed that movie. I, I, I've watched it recently. Apparently, with the George, kids. our friend George, really liked it because it was apparently. I, I, I think I, that's I, one of his I favorites. Did, yeah. I did not see it in 3D, but I can imagine the kaleidoscopy. Uh, <laughs> I might have made up a word. <laughs> would have right been there. a whole. <laughs> <laughs> was a lot more impressive when it was in 3D. And apparently, they're releasing this one in 3D. I was going to say, have they released anything in 3D for, for the most part, they don't do it much anymore, but they yeah. are releasing this. The, I, I believe that? George has tickets to see a 3D showing. Of, really? Uh, yeah, and, uh, because people don't like it. Really? Well, they don't want to pay the price well, for it. There was a time when 3D movies got really popular, but then they found that if there were two, movie, two, if there were two showings close to each other... People would buy tickets more to the one that didn't have 3D. Well, yeah, because it was more expensive. Because it was more expensive. Well, but it wasn't that much more expensive. Oh, hey, I don't know. If you when you're talking about spending twelve dollars versus fifteen dollars for a ticket, and then going to go drop thirty to forty dollars on concessions in there, and you're taking a family of if three it was or a four, transformative experience, though, well, people would do it. But it's a movie, the, yeah. and a lot of. But let's face it, also a lot of the movies that came out in 3D were just bad. Well, I mean, too. as far as bad 3D. Yeah, well, I mean, the point is, in, 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 if it's not done particularly well, it's like after you've seen the effects in the movie, I mean, it's like usually the opening credits are better than the the, uh, the actual movie <laughs> right. in 3D. Yeah, right. Or, or some of the trailers, you know. Right. Um, I was never that enamored with the uh, the process. And then you got, you know, you wear the glasses, so it's dimmer than than normal. Yeah, and that was one of Roger Ebert's. Obviously, the sharing points. of glasses has had some. You know, the pandemic has had some. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. Dune was great in 3D. Dune was really See, good. I was that released I in 3D? Re- I didn't I know, know that. I couldn't have told you that was released in 3D. I yeah. didn't know that. Was it kaleidoscopy? It was not. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm being <laughs> kaleidoscopy. <laughs> it was. Well, Z- it was Zendaya. Right. Oh, Zendaya. Okay, um, next on my list, uh, the final episodes of Ozark dropped uh, yesterday. You know, I have this weird relationship with this show. I started out as very ambivalent. Never would have got through the first two seasons if if I just had a lack of interest in anything else at the time, you know? (laughs) Right. So there was a trudge. Got to season three, started to really kind of like the show. And then season the first half of season four was, was pretty good as well. So I'm excited to see... How it ends. Of course, I watched the first episode at two o'clock in the morning when it came out last, and it was it's a pretty strong start. But uh, I don't think I think this show is going to have a very difficult time ending in a satisfying way for me. But we'll well, see. I was going to say it's got a big fandom, and usually whenever they try to wrap everything up, they're they're going to disappoint somebody. It was somebody. all a dream. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, these characters are actually in purgatory. It's not a real world. Oh my, yeah. My, my plan is to watch that this weekend. It's supposed to be rainy and crappy and. I should have lots of time. How so far along are you right now? Still same spot I was last time. The beginning right. of ep- season three? Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, you know. I'm monumentally busy this weekend, so I probably won't have a lot of time to, 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 to watch. I got take me all day to get, rid of that, get ready for that show, and then sure. I have that show on set. But uh, uh, I'll watch it as soon as I can, I'm sure. By our next podcast, we should be good. I'm going to make myself do it. This is going to be one of the last... Uh, binge as possible on Netflix because they're going to get out of the binge business. Are they? Well, with with that loss of all their right, all the subscribers, they're they're going to have to because they need to stretch out their content. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. What do you think's the problem there? Lack of good content, I think. Okay. And everybody, you know, I mean, there's a lot of there's a hell of a lot of uh, competition right now. 
Everybody's yeah. got an app out. I would say it's be the competition, but I don't know what I'm, I'm not a person that doesn't. I, well, there's a lot. I mean, I, I think there's. I mean, I was telling Ben, there's a lack of uh, uh, content that relates to me. I, once this um, Ozark is over, um, I'm not looking forward to anything on Netflix besides The Witcher, and who knows when the hell that's coming on. Right. I've seen some footage of them shooting, so it can't be that long. No, it wouldn't be too far out. Um, you still need to watch Arcane. Yeah, I should watch that, but I'm not going to uh, cancel Netflix, probably. No, we're not either. There's enough movies on there that I need to watch for the show that it's worth keeping. <laughs> well, there you, you know, go. So. Keep, keep up with that. Um, so there's not nothing, but it's just, there's a lull that I haven't, you know, I've been, like, I. they said they were going to make another uh, season of The Unsolved Mysteries. They and did. They made a second one, but they're supposed to be oh, a third. Oh, a third. Okay. And, uh, I, I, two did months you, ago I heard that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Did you see the second season? I've seen some of them. I, it, I didn't get to, I I'm didn't not draw me in again. in all of them. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of I, didn't, like I don't think I watched here. every one of the first season. Mm, some of okay. them didn't, uh, didn't interest me as much. Uh, finally on my list is the death of legendary comic artist Neil Adams at mm-hmm. age 80. Well, it came down this afternoon. Apparently, apparently died of sepsis. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's what that's what their the family is that's saying. That's usually like right. a prolonged illness. Yeah, where it came right. from, they didn't. Yeah, obviously, didn't go into any details there. Yeah, he um, was a very legendary artist in the bat. You know, re- reinvented Batman kind yes. of in the seventies. Yes, and that's my favorite Batman art by far. Mm-hmm. Um, we probably wouldn't have the Tim Burton esque Batman. No, that, I agree. And we probably wouldn't have the Pattinson Batman or the any if, of if any of the current. Because he's basically the guy who stepped up and said, you know, darkened this, Batman, this the, silly, the Nolan Ryan Batman. The six, That's right. Oh, <laughs> the sixties, the sixties Batman is where he kind of said, "That's enough of that stuff," and he he was the one in the seventies to kind of reintroduce the character as a dark character and take it a little bit more seriously. He, and, um, now you, I've met him twice. Did yeah. you? Did you? Yeah, I, met I know him, you met, met him, him I, once. Yeah, there was just there was a. Uh, <clears throat> I had got some. Uh, pretty extended time with him because there wasn't anybody else around because I was in... in and what was your impressions of him? He, I mean, I think he's he's got a... Uh, Without trying to, you A know. very eccentric personality. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he was really um, involved in artist rights and getting artists oh, to yes. credit for things and maybe yes. being properly paid. He was paid. big into that. He uh, was generally responsible for getting uh, the guys who created Superman the credit back for them. An artist... Uh, and lots of others. An artist that I like... Uh, his name's Tom Hodges. He's a he's an artist with Lucasfilm, mm-hmm. and uh, I follow his his you know social media. And he was saying that uh, when he first started doing conventions, he was selling head sketches mm-hmm. for uh, for ten dollars a pop sure. at, at the show. And yeah, uh, he was he was draw had his head down drawing, and he looked up, and Neil Adams was standing over him, and he and, and he said, uh, "What are you selling those for?" Mm-hmm. And he said, "And he said ten dollars." And uh, Neil Adams said, "Well, you should double that and double that again because that's what mm-hmm. art like that should be selling for." Mm-hmm. You know, so he was really into not giving right art away. I and mean, no, he was he, he was somebody who didn't it, give it's free signatures he, either. He, I mean, right? His obituary describes him as cantankerous. His actually—that's what yeah, I read on. I, yeah, I can, and I can, I can see, see that. that. Yeah, my impression of him was he seemed very friendly, very boisterous. And he liked to let you know that he was Neil Adams. I remember him talking about And I don't mean something. that necessarily in a negative way. I remember him talking about something in a really um, 
boisterous, flamboyant way, but I don't remember what the topic was. Yeah. It was it was something He liked to tell tales to his yeah. to people would come up and talk to him and but like I said, there was the impression I got from him was he, he knew he was he knew he was something and I and understandably so cuz he he was I mean the rock star of, of artists for a long time. Yeah, in a, in a lot of Not ways. One of the one of the first in the 70s at least. He's one of the few artists where you can Look at his art most of the time and say, "Oh, that's Neil that's, Adams." You can identify it almost instantly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Without being a, a huge expert, you know, like right. I, I'm a fan of a lot of the horror stuff he did in the, in the yeah. late '60s, early '70s too, and like the House of Mystery, House of mm-hmm. House mm-hmm. of uh, just, yeah. Secrets, yeah, you know, all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, he'll he'll definitely, and especially in the comic circle, he'll be missed a lot. And, that's and, for sure. Uh, we'll hear about this for a while yet. Yeah, you know? right. It'll be interesting to see now that. Anything that because he was a prolific, he signed a lot of stuff too. So now it's going to yeah, be interesting just, to see. Just not for free. <laughs> no, no, no. But um, it's going to be interesting. He really believed that artists should get paid for their yes, work he did. properly, and he was and big into that. A lot yeah. of times, the comic industry uh, doesn't have a good track record of, of that right. without without a fight. So, all right. Um, anything else for this segment? Um, watched uh, latest episodes of Moon Knight and Halo this week. Oh, okay. Uh, Moon Knight has got itself another episode. Uh, oh, it, it bought itself a little more currency. <laughs> yeah, it did. They they resolved a couple things I didn't like. I, the episode wasn't my favorite, but uh, they may be on track. Uh, only took them four or five episodes to get there, so we'll see. Uh, watch it. Uh, like I said, I give it one more. And uh, the Halo episode from Thursday was probably the best episode they've put out yet. It was wow. it was a fantastic episode. That show has gotten better as it went on and I'm glad I'm <laughs> So they're saving themselves from bensolation. That's right. That's exactly right. So how many uh moon knights are left? I can't remember if there's eight moon knights. I haven't looked. Um there's I think thirty seven moonlights in the season. <laughs> moonlights. Moon moon knights in the season. Um I think I want to say it's eight. So I think there's only probably two left. Three left. Interesting. Something like that. I think this was episode five. So So those are both on the rise for you. I would say Moon Knight is on the slight incline. I wouldn't say on the rise, but uh Halo Halo's turned out to be pretty good so far. A lot That's of cool. there was a whole lot of uh character development in this uh last episode. They did they did a really good job with it. If Mark doesn't have anything else, we're gonna take a quick break and be right back after this. And we are back for the second half of Pop Culture Nation, or second two-thirds, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's not important. <laughs> the actual proportion shouldn't be on the top of my mind, should it? <laughs> yeah. So the topic for today is the year 1991. We're continuing uh, with our trip through the 90s, first with 1990, and guess what? Next, 1991. Uh, 91, I, I began 90 talking about how the music at the start of the decade was just the drack. The scene we just couldn't have been worse, and uh, we're going to see that when we get to the top ten songs. It carried over into '91 big time, um, but it, you know we do have a, a, some things that happened in '91 that changed the course of music history. Mm-hmm. But uh, for me, '91, um, you know, it's my first year as a driver, my first year with a girlfriend. So finally, I I saw every movie I wanted to see, you know. I saw a lot of movies in 1991. Started living. and Yeah, that's right. In some ways, damn it. <laughs> for, you know, for, from that year on, especially up until the time I had children, I saw um, a lot of movies. Right. That was, it was a good time. 
But uh, 91 is also known as the last year of the Cold War because the Soviet Union dissolved over the course of the year. Mm-hmm. And by the year's end, there kind of wasn't such a thing anymore. Right. I think the Warsaw Pact even broke up in that year. Mm-hmm. If not a little earlier, right? Because yeah, we could have been. Because the, uh, the fall of like East Germany happened previous to this. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, as the year begins, we watch on TV the first modern war, Desert Storm, mm-hmm. um, January of 91 at... Uh, we watch it happen kind of live on TV. Yeah. Uh, at that time, they 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 had there had been some weird things done at at the school where I went to, and uh, Ben can attest they they brought in this system called Channel One. They Channel put a, One. they put a TV in every uh, every in every single classroom, and uh, this must have been in the era when they were worried about uh, advertising and how it affected children because this thing was filled they with. They still advertising. worry about that. <laughs> Well, I mean, this must be before that because uh, they brought this in, and I mean, we were forced to watch ads, which I think is pretty distasteful by modern standards. But uh, this also included a news broadcast, right? And I when I say news, bro- when I say news broadcast, I use quotation marks in the air <laughs> because it was sort of a you know a very simple, dumbed down um, news broadcast. But I remember as this thing kind of went into effect, one of the first major things was the war, mm-hmm. and you'd see a little footage, you know, and and and. Uh, some people, I guess, that was probably the only way they knew about it. But, That's exactly. But uh, I think the Channel One thing was an interesting concept in that I don't think at the heart of it, having a little news broadcast for kids is, is a bad thing. But the but I know uh, you – didn't you say in the past, though, that you really truly hated them when you were in school? Well, we did, yeah. Well, I mean, it was – I, I just I always found the, the ads a little objectionable. You know, oh, I see what you mean. Ads should be something you should be able to turn off if you don't want to watch. Right. It, you know? I don't remember the ads. I remember there was like a commercial break between two segments. That's yeah, that's it's only it. like fifteen minutes long. It wasn't very long. Yeah, no, it was. I don't think it was fifteen minutes. Yeah. I think it was yeah. probably ten minutes. And there was. See, like, I don't yeah. remember the commercial. But that was also during German. I slept a lot in German, so <laughs> that's when they played them. <laughs> I was underground. Yeah, well, it was it was. No, I mean, I thought there was like a set, like you would watch them during a history class or something. Well, it was during homeroom every day. Oh, during homeroom. I thought it was a set time. I thought everybody watched it at the same time. I thought it's a set time. Well, it was, but but, I mean, it was during the homeroom period where like the announcements, and then we played, we watched Channel One. Interesting. I don't remember. That was just done at like the end of second hour or something. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And um, yeah, we just had we happened to have the same class that that period. I remember, but um. Yeah, I always, you know, it was kind of, you know, horribly done, you know, too. The, the the people that they had is, you know, I'll say DJing the news <laughs> were sort of, uh, you know, second-rate people, you know. Mm-hmm. How long did that last? Did that last through our senior year? Oh, it lasted well past. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they. I don't even, I don't think they do it anymore, but. Uh, no, now, if, well, they're, it, and it's controversial. They're, they have a, ver- a, a thing called CNN 10. Oh, okay. Which brings in a Similar whole bunch of thing. people who are pissed off at CNN for political reasons. Well, and no, there's a lot of people objecting to that. But although CNN 10 doesn't really, from what I understand, I have not caught it myself, but it's not as political as you may think. Because, well, CNN isn't political as political channels go. Right. Well, you it, would. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we don't want to go down that road. <laughs> No, I'm not disagreeing with suppose you. Suppose now is not the time. Okay, I mean, if you if you want, I mean, it's not. I can always cut this out, but if, yeah, if you want to say, uh, you know, if there's if you got Fox News, yeah, CNN is not or the MSNBC. MSNBC, MSNBC yeah. would be the opposite of Fox right, News, right? 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 
where you're getting a very, very skewed version of history. Mm-hmm. CNN is you know, people work there right, may be liberal, right. but you're and getting I, a fair right. And I'm you know, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that there are people who object to. Oh yeah, and I, I mean race not this not so. I haven't heard it in our district, mm-hmm. but I have heard people. I'm sorry, I'm coming off off subject. But you know, it's more based on talking, the actual news. talking points, talking than actual points. reality. Right. You know exactly. Um, but uh, here, let me. Uh, I do. I will. Sorry about that. No, that's fine. It's, if you knew what we had to cut out of cinema spin every week, you wouldn't. You wouldn't even. <laughs> you wouldn't even say anything. <laughs> Off-color jokes. Who knows? Mm. Um, but I have. Uh, I, I have a note of that, so no problem. Um, okay, top. It's time for the top ten songs of '91. Uh, Are you ready go. for this? Okay, we're going. And, and we're going to get to hear these. Two? We're not going to play all of them. Oh no! But okay. I think they're going to be some you're going to particularly not even know what the well, fuck they are. Well, knowing me, it's so, I'm so um, backward. It's very possible. All right, number ten, and this this song does suck. But uh, "Baby Baby" by Amy Grant. We know this. I'm sure I will when I hear. This was it. number ten. "Baby Baby" by Amy Grant. I'll play it. What the hell? I want to have fun with this. Okay. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. The minute, the minute there's not yeah. a re- there's like not a real instrument playing right now. It's all watch <laughs> out. All right. Well, I, admittedly, I almost started singing. God forbid. Yeah. And I, and the sad thing is, I really wouldn't have known it until she started playing it. Yeah. Was was I, was she, this her first album? You mean non-Christian? Yeah. Well, she had a a hit with uh, Peter Cetera. Okay. Uh, a duet called um, "The Next Time I Fall." I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was a little earlier. I than remember this. that one. But this, I think this might have been her first, like, so, this album was her first, like, breakout album. Breakout album, okay. Yeah. Okay, number nine, we've got The First Time by Surface. <laughs> you know this song? I'm pretty sure I know this one. Yeah, I don't Mark? Know. I, I'm going to say right now I don't. I'll wait till the, you start it's, playing a little bit of it, and I'll it's know. It's really bad. Oh, well. All right, we're going to do the chorus. The chorus is coming? Oh, good. Yeah. No, I've never heard this song. Uh, ben, you? I'm sure I've heard it, and I'm sure I promptly turned the radio off. It's, okay, it's, can I ask one more quick question absolutely. while we're at it? What grade were you guys? What, what high school? This is sophomore in high school. This is yeah. when you were sophomores. Okay. Yeah. Okay, number nine, number eight, I Like the Way, The Kissing Game by High Five. You know this song? I Like the Way, Kiss. I, when I hear it, I probably will. Oh, no, you never, will. I don't know it right now. Well, that's why I wanted to play some of these. I knew you wouldn't even just know any of well, them. Well, I knew Baby Baby. I was surprised by that. Well, right. I mean, out of, out of the ones on the list, I figured that would be one you'd be able to. <laughs> it's like a new edition ripoff. Yeah. This would not have lasted two seconds before I sprained my arm right. hitting the button to switch right. the channel on the radio. See, you got to remember, I didn't have my license yet, so, and I didn't have a radio at home. Um, and my parents didn't drive me hardly anywhere. Huh? So, so it, what did you listen to when you were a sophomore? Well, I tell you what. Well, I was in tra- I was in track sophomore year, and I, I listened to a lot of like non radio, non pop top forty okay, stuff. Okay, like yeah. um, I was really into that Big Faith No More record that okay. was out back then. Okay. Yep. Um, I remember. Well, something we'll get into a little later, but which I could kind of get into it now. One of the things that was kind of a phenomenon during our sophomore year of high school was The Doors came out. The movie, yes. Yeah. So, Kilmer. Um, a resurgence of The Doors yes. happened then. Yeah, I remember that. Um, and we did tend to listen to a lot of older music, Beatles. Um, 
because the pop top 40 was so unpalatable to you know a lot of people in my circle we did kind of stretch into some other stuff like like the older music um you know there was a big i was never really into them but by the time i graduated high school the the dead was huge amongst oh, students yeah. there yeah yeah i um i didn't listen to a lot um i would find a tape maybe if i heard a song that i liked i might buy a tape or i might borrow one of my dad's um and use his walkman but for the most part i didn't really have a lot of time to yeah. listen to music that first um i would have been off in my own little world that first music era- that i always liked I, I would yeah, have just, uh, you probably were listening to more bands that were seventies. Their careers were still going into the eighties, but um, I would have been listening to a lot of seventies stuff. Yeah, that that I liked. And you're right. You're, that's a good point. But those I, bands were still making records, yes, and yes. you were still following them, right? Um, I mentioned uh, the Doors. Oh, I remember that uh, that first Aerosmith greatest hits was okay. really big too. Yeah, with Dream On and all of it on there. Mm-hmm, you know. Yeah. Um, it was all like before that was like coming out as they were getting to be big again after uh, kind of a hiatus away right. from music. Right. Um, number seven, uh, more than words by extreme. We all know that, right? <laughs> Not off the t- Okay. That's the I, guy who became the lead singer of Van Halen later on. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I remember what you're talking, but you know, I, I don't know the song. I'm sorry. All right, Mark, let's do it. Oh, you, you, you okay know, with you, that? You definitely know this song. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm, you, I'm sure I do. I like. So I didn't know I was going to... Well, I mean, those other two or whatever, I can see why... I mean, nobody in their right mind would listen to those. And what was the song? And what, I'm sorry. What was the song called again? More Than Words by Extreme. More Than Words. Let's take a listen. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Right, we'll move on. The minute you played it, I knew... It, yeah, okay, all right. Uh. Okay. Number and four, what number? That was seven. Okay. Number for number six, Unbelievable by EMF. No. Yeah. You're going to know this yeah, one, Yeah, you too. know this one. You're going to know this Everybody one knows this one. You'd be surprised. Nah, you know this one. Oh, it's unbelievable. Yes, okay. okay. <laughs> now, yeah, I know. You don't have to do that. Okay, all right. Okay, now this next one I consider one of the worst songs of all time. I even mentioned in the last episode, One More Try by Timmy T. <laughs> Let's just give that a listen, shall we? Oh, Wow. There you go. Bow, bow, bow. This is like a bad porn film. This is just the oh, most yes. vanilla piece of shit ever. Yeah. yeah. What's the chorus? One more try. <laughs> I remember okay. this song. I hate to, you know, I don't want to subject you to it, but I am kind of curious how this turns out. This is awful. It is. Okay, we're going to get into it. This is just awful. It just drones on. People hang themselves to music like this. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody gong that one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there's a reference from the past. Okay, number four, Rush Rush by Paul Abdul. You know that, right? Yep. Let's give it a go. I'm sorry. Yeah, you, I don't. I, I realize. I, I mean, as I, you're sitting here talking about this, I'm thinking, what was I doing in '91? And I, I, I seem to remember working for a hardware store, and I really didn't. I would. I music wise, I, I know I would have listened to the stuff that I listened to in the past. Okay, Rush, I really Rush. Never, I don't know how good it is, but it's not as bad as as some of these other ones. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't been able to tell you who that was until you just now told me that was, was a Paul Abdul. <laughs> yeah, was I would Paul not Abdul. have known. I, I have heard that song, yes. 
Okay, up next we've got, of course, that was number four. Number three, we've got Gonna Make You Sweat, uh, Everybody Dance Now by CNC Music Factory. Everybody Dance Now. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I know that one. And, of course, uh, number two, I Want to Sex You Up by Color Me Bad. Oh, God. Which is no. off the New Jack City soundtrack. Okay, well. Didn't well, let's go listen to... to a little bit of that garbage, yes, shall we? Let's, let, let's listen. Yeah, New Jack City. I remember the movie, Wesley Snipes, wasn't it? Yeah, I believe so. That fade out is weird. Oh, God. <laughs> Put a bullet through your head. I do remember this now. Color me bad fucking oh. sucks. <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. Yeah. And, of course, the uh, number one song off the Robin Hood soundtrack. Oh, is Everything that I Do, oh. I Do It For You by... Brian Adams and Brian his crap. <sighs> That's all that man ever that did. That is was... the top 10 for 1991. <laughs> I mean, man, that's not great. <laughs> no, no, it isn't. Mm. Oh. No, that was awful. Okay. Let's move on to the top 10 of the box office, shall okay. we? Okay. Some of these we're going to find a little more palatable. Okay. Number 10, Hot Shots. The first one. The first one. Okay. Yep. Otherwise, I would have said part two. That's right. That's right. Right. Okay. <laughs> Good point. But uh, yeah, saw that at the theater. Um, it was a big hit and uh, made 181 million worldwide, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine, Cape Fear. Yep. Okay, the one with Martin Scorsese's. Um, yeah, Martin Scorsese. Okay, the, yeah. uh, the one with Robert, uh, De Niro. Robert De Niro. And that creepy scene where with Juliet Lewis oh, where the, he puts this. Okay, all right. Juliet Lewis is creepy. She is yes. creepy. Yes, she is. Not I was my, never a big fan of hers. Not my yeah. favorite. And then, oh, well, okay. All right. I remember, and Mark, Nick Nolte was in that too. Yep. Number eight, The Addams Family. Okay. Which uh, I don't think I saw back then. It took me years to see that movie mm-hmm. for some reason. Yeah, I don't remember when I saw that. Number seven, Naked Gun Two and a Half, The Smell of Fear. <laughs> never saw that in the theater. See, I didn't comedies I wouldn't have rushed out and saw. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, six, JFK. Oh. $205 million worldwide. I remember seeing JFK in the theater. Yeah. I just watched it the other day. I never saw JFK in the theater. I, I, oh, I, I it would was, have liked to. It was, it was, yeah, it was actually pretty cool in the theater. It was a long movie, but it's still. The less you know about the assassination itself, the better the right. movie is. exactly. <laughs> and you know what? I mean, obviously the movie doesn't stand up to the, the scrutiny that, I mean, that has yeah. obviously obviously needed to be put on it. But just as a film, it's still a fascinating film. It's it, Even if it's you look at it and say, okay, this is all fictional, yeah, it's still I, a, a, an absorbing movie. It does still make you think. If you put think. yourself in the mind of the world where that all could be true, it's just, a, it's, it's just like, well, oh, Well, even then, it's, it's just as a kind of a what-if thriller, it's kind of cool, too. Um, number five, Silence of the Lambs. Oh, of course. Yep. Uh, big saw hit, that one in the theater hit. too. Not yep. me. I Not did. me. Um, number four, Hook. Oh, I liked Hook. <laughs> my single. It's not good, but oh, I that's like my. It. It's my I've least. Not, I've not seen Hook. It's my least favorite Steven Spielberg film, and there's some pretty nasty ones out there. But that's my absolute one I hated the most. Number three, Beauty and the Beast, the animated from Disney. Okay. Yep. Uh, I did see that in the theater. Yeah, I did too. Number two, we just talked about it, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Okay. Forget what a big hit that was. I didn't see it, million worldwide. but I didn't see it in the theater. Yeah. You know what the number one of 91 is? Terminator 2. Terminator 2, Judgment Terminator Day. 2, yeah. 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 I remember seeing that over, yeah, oh, the big screen with the big... I remember the opening, um, 
with the when you, he comes through the fire, the image of the Terminator, right in the credits. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that that was really the whole the whole opening is that was really good. Yeah, even though uh, I couldn't drive, I I got out to see a lot of movies in 1991. I had a lot of people either taking me to see movies or uh, I want to say can't remember if that's a year um, our friends started working up at the Capitol, but I know I started going to see. They a lot would of have worked up, up the there for, for quite a bit at so. that time period. <clears throat> um, let's see other big films in 1991: The Doors, which I mentioned, New Jack mm-hmm. City, which got mentioned, mm-hmm. Backdraft. Backdraft. Okay, I saw that in the theater. Yeah. I did not see that in the theater. It took me quite a few years to watch that one. Thelma and Louise is still kind of a big pop culture mm-hmm. movie that came mm-hmm. out that year. Mm-hmm. I hate uh, that movie. Never seen really? it. Believe it or not, it. I do not like it. I don't, well, have, I don't have much emotion about Thelma and Louise at all. <laughs> I don't. I can't speak. I don't know. Um, was uh, City Slickers in the top ten? I don't think it was. That came. But out. I remember that. Uh, the Rocketeer ninety one. Uh, yeah, that didn't do well. I was disappointed in it. I liked the it. Rocketeer. I liked. I it. was looking forward to it, and it didn't. I mean, I didn't hate it. But at the end of the day, it didn't do much for me. I haven't seen that in so me. long. I, I, that's something I wouldn't mind watching again. Just we just remember of, it was Disney. I mean, I, I know the Dave Stevens stuff right. Don't, more than I do the... Right. Um, Richard Linklater's first movie, Slacker, came out in 91. I tried watching that one time and could not get I've into seen that. Slacker a couple times. It's it's um, it's a weird, weird movie. <laughs> it's just kind of you're uh, floating through the city... And right, you'll, you'll, right. You'll you go from the, one individual you'll stay to the with next. the dude and see what he's doing for a little <laughs> while, and the camera will, there'll be like an interaction, and you'll follow another right, character, right. and they do some weird. Yeah, it's just Austin life, I guess, yeah. back then. A uh, Boys in the Hood. I've seen that, but I didn't. I oh, I've seen that. Yeah, twenty times. I've, really, I've never seen that. I've seen it once or twice. I've never. Seen well, it I like that movie. It's pretty good. It's, Cuba it Gooding kind of had ahead of its time in terms of yeah. shining a light on on violence in the inner city and stuff. Right, like that. right, right. Um, Star Trek Six. Saw okay. that in the theater. The Undiscovered Country. Mm-hmm. And Father of the Bride. Never saw that. Which yeah. they're remaking soon with somebody. Yes, I remember. Uh, I can look it up. I can't remember. Father if you come Bro- up with that. I didn't know they were remaking it. Yeah, they're going to relaunch that. Are they just starting all over, or are they just introducing new characters? That's a good or? question. You know, they did They did Father of the Bride uh, during the pandemic. They did like a little movie kind of thing where okay. it was like the family getting together on zoom it was like a you know what i mean all the oh characters. really yeah they it was for charity i think of course interesting though, sarah was the first one to i, I watched it, we watched it. <laughs> mm. um little tv notes we don't have much left here left here really mm-hmm. um tv things in tv in, in 91 april 20th was known as uh it's a, the day steven seagal hosted snl he's considered probably the worst one, host one ever. of the worst and I've uh, never, I'll be honest with you, I've never seen that episode. It's particularly unfunny because he wanted to turn every skit into some sort of fight. Mm-hmm. Like he, he wanted, they wanted him to do a Hans and Franz. Oh, and he was offended but by it, wouldn't he? But he wouldn't do Hans and Franz unless he could fight Hans and Franz <laughs> and, and, and defeat them. Mm-hmm. And, he, and, and a lot of skits turned into like um, uh, sort of movies, you know, scenes from movies that he did. And they just don't really go anywhere. I mean, it is just... It, that bad, super huh? unfunny. I know they they wanted to fire him, but they just didn't know quite how to do it. Yeah, you don't fire Steven Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> and the other notable thing in TV was uh, Dallas ended in, after twelve years in, really? in nineteen ninety one. Yeah, which is it? And didn't that end up being one of these situations where an angel came down to show Jr. what life was going to be like? <laughs> 
if he had never I, I don't know but I if think, that's the I, case had, I think it, I no, want to seriously see that. it had one of those I'm not talking about obviously the famous like a metaphysical right, not had, the shower scene it had obviously. right the infamous shower scene this was something where they actually had an alternative thing where an angel was showing and then it, maybe it, it ended up not being an angel it ended up being a a demon or I don't oh know. yeah I, I don't There's remember. JR, I don't know. remember that ending, but I, I don't think that. I think it that might have been a season finale. I think it really or something else. worn out its welcome by the end. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, nobody was watching Dallas. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've got the top twenty TV shows for uh, for nineteen ninety one. Uh, this would have been new this year, I think. I, I think, or, or maybe the year before, but uh, America's Funniest Videos oh, came out geez. then. Remember those Bob Saget ones? Rest his soul. Yeah. But uh, those, those were just... Was he the, the original host? Yes, yes. yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember... Uh, <laughs> you know, some of those were funny, but it just... How many times can you see somebody get racked and think it's funny? Well, but at the beginning, you never saw it, so it was <laughs> <Right>. funny. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I mean, his little voiceovers were the worst. Right. They were but bad. If the if the, uh, the video, some of them were funny, I have to yeah. admit. I mean, it's mindless crap you could throw on the right. TV, and it went on forever. It's is it not still running? Somehow? I don't. I, I, that's a good question. I don't know if it it's still I'm, going I'm, or not. I think it is. I think George Lopez does it, doesn't he? I know Alfonso Ribeiro was doing it. That Tom Bergeron guy did it for he years. He did it for a while. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. It's probably still on. I bet. Interesting. Because it costs nothing to make. Oh, yeah, right. right. Exactly. Uh, number nineteen, Wings. The uh, I remember Wings. NBC show. Never got mm-hmm. into that show. I actually kind of liked it. Is it, it? You know, it wasn't. I know it was supposed to be a Cheers knockoff, but the great I liked ensemble it. on that show. Yes, it was. The, um, the, the secondary characters around the airport, you know, yeah. were the best characters. Yeah. Yeah. Roy. <laughs> Roy. Yeah. And the. Yeah. Uh, what was the, the name of the. Uh, Faye, the, right? Faye, right. Exactly. And then there was the girlfriend who ran uh, the lunch well, counter. I can't remember. Helen? Yeah, that was her name. Helen, okay, all right. So, what was the name of the character, the the mechanic? Lowell. Lowell. Right. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Thomas Hayden Church. Th- right? Thomas Hayden a, Church. Right. Big star after that. Um, eighteen. Way down. The the Cosby Show. Was it on its way down Maybe. by that time? Somebody must have known something. These were in the top. <laughs> these were in the top ten last in the previous year. Yeah, so. that's true. Seventeen. A different world. So that wore out. We talked about how yeah. that wore out its welcome pretty quick. Uh-huh, yeah, and I, and it did. 16 Northern Exposure. Okay. Never watched that show. I didn't either, but I I, I know people. I know a lot of people love that show, but I never I never watched it. Yeah, it kind of came and burned out fast, though. Yeah. yeah. 15 Evening Shade. That, that was Burt Reynolds. Okay. Oh, and Mary Lou Henner. Yes. And he was a coach. Yeah. Uh, and I think that, that actually garnered some awards, too, over the years. Number 14, the CBS Sunday Night Movie. Hmm. <laughs> Which that uh, I, I think that uh, one of the things that I read about ninety one is E. T. finally came on the regular television in, in ninety one. It took <laughs> eight years, <laughs> and now we get movies on TV right. streaming services forty five days after they hit the well, theater. Right, the Batman was on the other yeah. on HBO. The other, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, thirteen unsolved mysteries. Okay, yeah. classic. Yeah, yeah. Twelve uh, Monday Night Football. Ten tie coach and coach. room for two. I was oh, like coach. I don't remember room, room for, for two. two. Is, I do not know well, coach. I remember. Yeah, and coach went on for a long time. Yes, too. it did. In fact, they were thinking about rebooting that I with the, some of the same people. I think so. Just to start it off. I, again? I didn't watch coach when it was on 
its original airings. I caught those in reruns. I wonder but how I many. Do, I really like that show. How many seasons was it into by that time? I'm just wondering. I'm not sure. Did, didn't it end with him actually coaching an actual uh, a football team? team? I think actual, he did not get, a college team. He did get a pro job. Well, he was yeah. at a college job. Right. Right, originally. I think he did get a pro job or something. Yeah. Maybe that's how it ended. Number eight. No, number nine. Major Dad. Gerald McCraney. Never saw that show. Yeah, we watched that. But you know it, though. I never I saw know it of it. I, never I know Gerald McCraney. I remember Gerald, but I never watched that show. Eight, Murder, She Wrote. That was another Always one. Always strong. That yeah. was the one that went on forever, too. Yep. It's like, how many friends does this woman have that gets murdered? <laughs> you know, this little old lady, people are dropping dead around her all the time. <laughs> Yeah, Makes you stop and wonder if maybe would, she was behind maybe it all along. somebody wouldn't invite her to the party. Yeah, right, anymore. exactly. Yeah, we're going to have Jessica over. Screw that. Number nine, more domination by Bob Saget. Full House. Is it, this is number seven. I'm sorry. Okay. Full House, number seven. Never watched one episode. Oh, I've watched it. I've uh, watched an amount ashamed. that I'm not proud of. Uh. <laughs> And I don't know that I ever really liked it. I just kind of watched it because well, was, I mean, I, I never went out of my way to watch it, but I have watched it. Oh. I think it was just on at some times. Well. Um, six designing women, which is a show I never really watched. It's, it's sort I've of, seen a few of them over the time, and I enjoyed them. But I'll be honest with you, I, I didn't see enough of them to make it. Its a, demographic was not an eighteen-year-old kid, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't didn't care for that too much. But uh, number number four, this is. Uh, First year for this, I think Home Improvement. Okay, back yeah. then. so it was already at number four, tied with Cheers. Hmm. Three Murphy Brown. That I forget. I Murphy never watched Brown. Murphy Brown, but I, I that show really was huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Two Roseanne, which I think it was that's where it was last year in, in mm-hmm. ninety. Yeah. Okay, and the number one show for the continuing into the nineties, sixty minutes. Sixty minutes. Yeah. 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 See, I was. Uh, we only had the one TV. Well, we had two. We had one in the living room and one upstairs in my parents' room. Um, so we were very much at the mercy of what our parents wanted us mm-hmm. to watch. Um, you know, if we managed to watch something, when if they, you know, were upstairs or, you know, gone for whatever, we might be able to sneak something in. But it was really hard to watch anything on a regular basis unless they watched it on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. So I remember I had a, when I was a real, when I was a little kid, probably eight. I, my parents let me put a black and white TV in my uh, oh boy in my uh, my room, and I remember that they'd send me to bed or whatever, and I'd go to the TV and start watching mm-hmm. <laughs> with my hand actually on the knob, just in case you turn it off. The, yeah, waiting for them to come waiting and get. For yeah, any, uh-huh. we didn't have any door. The doors were always open, so if anybody hit that bottom step coming up the stairs, I'd be like. Mm. And I remember I'd switch it off like just out of just fear a bunch of times, you know. Wait, wait for it to warm up and come back on again. Yeah, I watched like the hot hit video shows, and hot stuff like hit video, okay. Friday night videos. I'd be watching. I'd be constantly turning stuff on and off. I want to get a TV like that and just set it in front of my kids, see if they could figure out what's going on. That'd be funny. Anyway, that's all I got. Got mm-hmm. it simple this time. Um, I knew we were going to play those songs, so it might take a little while. So, mm-hmm. I guess we're going to sign off for this episode. We'll be back uh, in a couple weeks with something different. Bye for now. Bye. See you, everybody. <laughs>